section sixty two of india persia mesopotamia and palestine this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org the world's story volume two india persia mesopotamia and palestine edited by eva march tappan section sixty two the seven sleepers of ephesus in the land of lydia two hundred and forty nine to two hundred and fifty one a d by johann wolfgang von goethe six young men of caesar's household fled before their master's anger as a god he claimed their worship though a sorry god was he for an insect ever buzzing still annoyed him at the banquet still disturbed his rest and pleasure all the chasing of his servants could not drive away the torment ever round the head of caesar did the angry creature hover threatening with its poisoned sting still it flew and swiftly circling made confusion at the table messenger of beelzebub the infernal god of flies ha ah, so spake the youths together he a god that fears an insect can a god be thus molested does a god like wretched mortals feast and revel at the banquet nay to him the one the only who the sun and moon created who hath made the stars in glory shall we henceforth bend the knee so they spake and left the palace left it in their trim apparel by a shepherd led they hastened to a cave was in the mountain and they all went gliding in and the shepherd's dog came after though they strove to drive him from them thrust himself toward his master licked their hands in dumb entreaty that he might remain their fellow and lay down with them to sleep but the wrath of caesar kindled when he knew that they had left him all his former love departed all his thought was vengeance only out in quest he sent his people traced them to the mountain hollow not to fire nor sword he doomed them but he bade great stones be lifted to the entrance of the cavern saw it fastened up with mortar and so left them in their tomb but the youths lay calmly sleeping and the angel their protector spake before the throne of glory i have watched beside the sleepers made them turn in slumber ever that the damps of yonder cavern should not cramp their youthful limbs and the rocks around i have opened that the sun at rising setting may give freshness to their cheeks so they lie in rest and quiet in the bliss of happy dreams so they lay and still beside them lay the dog in peaceful slumber never whimpering in his sleep years came on and years departed till at last the young men wakened and the wall so strongly fastened now had fallen into ruin crumbled by the touch of ages then iamblichus the youngest and the goodliest of them all seeing that the shepherd trembled said i pray you now my brothers let me go to seek provision i have gold my life i'll venture tarry till i bring you bread 
ephesus that noble city then for many a year had yielded to the faith of the redeemer jesus glory to his name and he ran unto the city at the gate were many warders armed men on tower and turret but he passed them all unchallenged to the nearest baker's went he and in haste demanded bread ha young rogue exclaimed the baker surely thou hast found a treasure that old piece of gold betrays thee give me or i shall denounce thee half the treasure thou hast found and i amblicus denied it but the baker would not listen brawling till the watch came forward to the king they both were taken and the monarch like the baker but a higher right asserting claimed to share the treasure too but at last the wondrous story which the young man told the monarch proved itself by many tokens lord was he of that same palace whither he was brought for judgment for he showed to them a pillar in the which a stone when loosened led unto a treasure chamber heaped with gold and costly jewels straightway came in haste his kindred all his clan came thronging round him eager to advance their claim each was nearer than the other and iamblicus the blooming young in face and form and feature stood an ancestor among them all bewildered heard he legends of his son and of his grandsons fathers of the men before him so amazed he stood and listened patriarch in his early manhood while the crowd around him gathered stalwart men and mighty captains him the youngest to acknowledge as the founder of their race and one token with another made assurance doubly certain none could doubt the wondrous story of himself and of his comrades shortly to the cave returning king and people all go with him and they saw him enter in but no more to king or people did the chosen reappear for the seven who long had tarried nay but they were eight in number for the faithful dog was with them thenceforth from the world were sundered the most blessed angel gabriel by the will of god almighty walling up the cave for ever led them unto paradise End of section sixty two this recording is in the public domain